but I'm sure everyone will get the It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman montage. <laughs> well, I'm the way. strongest man in the world. Me the, the loneliest train in the world. Why are we always out of job? It's a Batman. Hello and welcome to Ramjack and the Ice Capades of Yeti. Hi guys, I'm Alex, and joining me as always across the table is Brad. And actually inside of a Ramjack Studio A is so right, so tight, Jonathan from Chicago. I'm all up in your gully works. I don't think I approve of the <laughs> nickname label. I, is it a catchphrase? Is it, is it a nickname? I don't know what it is. It's so right. And so, so right. tight. Oh, so tight. Jonathan, that'll be the last time I refer to you as so right, so tight, Jonathan, on the show. Okay, I would, approve. I would approve of that. It's, it's had its time. And, and I will not start. Somewhere well. in the course of this show, maybe we should find another. Oh. Kind of like, because every, everyone has kind of like a show name, right? I guess, yours, but neither of you do. Yours, now retired, was so right, so tight, Jonathan. It's not like, coming from the skies, it's Alex Green, and <laughs> well, who's maybe. that on the base? It's Brad Couples, and so right, so tight, John Pertisek, at the well, Monster Truck Rally. <laughs> well, maybe we should find those names for us. Hold on, why is there a base at the Monster Truck Rally? <laughs> well, obviously. You know, if there's one thing I love, besides Monster Trucks, it's a good jazz trio. Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> Upright bass, Brad Couples, coming from the sky in his parachute, Alex Green, and so tight, so right. <laughs> okay, guys, well, I, I would like to start us off with, a, it's not a story so much, I guess, as a lead-in and then a quick finish. So, oh, okay. But it could lead to some discussion. Now, right. uh, I, I'll be starting a new job soon, but uh, the job I just wrapped up was in an office, temp position. Brad knows. Brad, you, you know what I'm talking about. Oh uh, yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. And Brad, you've come across some strange names in your time. Oh, many, very many. What's What's your favorite that you were telling me about? My favorite name that I've ever come across is when I was working at DHL. I came across a package for Mister Schneck Trouble. And what do you imagine his backstory is? In my dream, I like to imagine Schneck Trouble, middle class adventurer. He goes on adventures, but he's middle class, so they're they're tiny adventures. So like a middle <laughs> a middle class adventure would be like. You know, springing for springing for a ginger ale instead of getting a water. No, 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 no! <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. He's gonna, he's gonna. First, he's gonna go to the sporting goods shop. He's gonna buy a net. He's gonna buy uh, one of those like little uh, battery powered lanterns, and he's gonna go off uh, into uh, the park, and he's going to hunt for butterflies. Oh, okay. But I should say that he's gonna go to that. Oh. Uh, what a good shop across town, the one he doesn't normally go to. Oh, it's a little pricier, but I think he earns it. He works He works like 60 hours a week. Yeah. Gotta pay those bills. You He's know, as we learned in the artist's way, you know, you really can't just expect adventure or <laughs> fortune to come your way. You have to embrace it, for God's sake. That butterfly's not gonna come to you. No! It's not. And you know what? Schneck Trouble realizes that. And he goes out there and he finds that adventure. How's that last name spelled? Uh, Is it Treble? Treble. T R E B. L E. So like the music term. That's yes. very strange. <laughs> and Schneck is S C H N E C K. Yeah. Schneck. Schneck Trouble. I'm Hello, even... I'm Schneck Trouble. I'm going on an adventure, and I'm in the middle class. I hope for better, but we'll see. Schneck, get back here! No, no time. I've got to make this happen. <laughs> well, I, I've come across a couple of names, and I'll give you one before I give you the one that I love the most. Now, one of the names, it's going to seem like I'm saying it backwards, but trust me, this is how it's done, first name, last name. Illuminat Cornelius. 
How no way. Cl- Illuminat, which is spelled A-L-L-U-M-I-N-A-T. How much closer do you have to be to the word Illuminati before you're just like, hey, Illuminat, what are you doing? <laughs> we know what you did. You changed your name. Your name was Albert, <laughs> and now it's Illuminat That's Cornelius. Awesome. Really good name, right? Brad's face lit up as you I read love that name. It. Illuminat. Hello, Cornelius. Illuminat. Mr. Cornelius. Oh, please, call me Illuminat. Please, it's much more interesting. <laughs> but so there's that, which is ridiculous in and of itself. But I could not get over this one woman's name. And I, I don't know. Her name, first name, Janet. Last name, Death Rage. Spelled <laughs> D-E-A-T-H-E. R-A-G-E. So the only letter keeping us from a full, pure death rage <laughs> is E. And I feel like that's her. Like, you're always half a second away from just a complete death rage storm. Death rage? Death rage? Death rage. I like, that sounds really cool, death rage. Jeanette death rage. That's awesome. Death yeah. rage. Guys, can I just say really quick, I've always hated my name. I think we've mentioned that on the show before. I just, First name, I, last name, or the whole thing? Both. Well, that's why I introduced you as Brad and not Brad Couples, which is your full Yeah, that's horrible. Name. Well, not your full name. My mother almost named me Bradford. Bradford. Which is so much better. Oh, better? Yeah, so much better than the L-E-Y thing that I got stuck with. Oh, Bradley. Yeah, okay. Okay. we don't talk about that. <laughs> well, you brought it up, sir. Bradford. I, it's, it's badass. It's certainly more off the beaten path. Yeah. But the, the last name is just rubbish. And you do or do not have a middle name? I do, and it's horrible. <laughs> it will not be spoken of. <sighs> Fucking horrible. If the L-E-Y in your first name sends you into tremors. It starts with an E, ends with an L. Oh my. Let's Think play a guessing it. game. I already know what it is. Ernestino? <laughs> Brad Ernestino Cubbles. Bradley Ernestino Cubbles. Would you like some <laughs> raspberry marzipan jujubes? That ain't his real name. <laughs> It's a burner. <laughs> but I hate no, it. It starts with an E and ends with an L. Yeah. It's is it a common first name? It's it's a pretty common name. Yeah. Well, Alex, I, I know I quite a few people who have the same middle name. I don't like the fact that Alex knows, but I don't. It's one syllable. It's also a title. It's one syllable a title. Earl? Yeah. Oh. Duke. Duke. <laughs> Duke oh, Earl. Brad. You put that together. It's a horrible name. Brad Earl. That's a yeah, kind of. Three throw, random throw, throw, well, throw in the you know, L-E-Y. You know when you it's say even worse. When you, I don't okay, want to now, say that loud. Now Bradley Earl Couples. Ooh. Yeah, Brad. I'm sorry. It's horrible. But Brad Earl Couples actually sounds pretty because it, it has but Earl it, in it. But what it if it was like a title? But what if it was Bradford? Bradford Earl Couples. Now that even better. strings together that, a bit that, better. That kicks, if we still need to change that last name. If I have a child, it's gonna get a new name. Now I got a question for fresh. you, Brad. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk from you recently about maybe evacuating this country and Definitely. heading up north to Canada, maybe across the seas to Europe. When you, beco- the seas. when you become a citizen of another country, can you change your name? Would you change it to Bradford? I've considered it. You could also go down to, you could make it happen just yeah. right now. How much would that cost? Yeah, does that cost that? anything? Yeah, it's not much, but I, you know. But then you got to change everything. But if you just change it to Bradford, that wouldn't be too bad because people would be like, oh, well, well, Brad's obviously, you know, short for Bradford. It's, Alex, I, I've considered it. Do you or do you not have a middle name? Oh, I have a middle name. I actually know someone who doesn't have a middle name. I know. I'm Three. sure I know more than a few. I only know one. But what is yours? Mine is Eugene. Alexander Eugene Green. Eugene Green. <laughs> Eugene See, Green. That, that works. I like that. I like it too. It has a nice uh, uh, timpani. One, two, three, four. I've also played around with the idea of maybe going as Gene every once in a while. When I meet new people, oh, like, that's that. what's Gene, your name? Gene Green. It's just like, hi, I'm Gene. I like that Gene style. 
Oh. He's got some good clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I sure can dress. Look at the swagger in those jeans. Jean. <laughs> My middle name is Stuart, and people never hear it correctly the first six times because they think it's Stuart. And I, I already shortened my name from Jonathan to John just for resume purposes. But there was a point where I was like, maybe I could go as a John Stewart. But then almost inevitably everyone goes, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Because I think we don't need to say it out loud. Why? That would not work. Stewart is pretty badass. Steward. Yeah. yeah. That's a title too, like isn't a, it? Or like a position, right? Mm-hmm. A steward of something? Yeah, it just sounds like you a more even stronger Earl's name. better. I mean, Earl does trump well, steward, but. So I win. I Jonathan Juke. <laughs> I never knew that was your middle name. That's actually awesome. Because Pernisex, it's hard enough to spell, let alone pronounce, just reading it off the page. So I figured Stewart would just, it also sounds more masculine, like, Miss John Stewart's coming into audition. Hmm. I could see you as a steward. But then everyone would be like, what is he trying to do? Trying to be a funny guy, huh? Like that guy off the television box, I see. <laughs> I don't like this homo. And then I walk in and I think the name John Stewart would make them think, oh, this guy's going to be a, it's going to be a beefy, uh, he's going to be a big guy. And then I walk in and I'm like, Ugh. Disappointed. Hi there. I can play the little brother, or the little brother's little brother, or the sidekick to the little brother. Who is this guy? Hmm. I don't know about this at all. Schneck, what do you think? I think it's fun! <laughs> oh, Schneck. What do you think, Janet? I am four seconds away from a death rage! <laughs> well, that's not surprising. Uh, so Janet's in her What do you think, Fat Albert? Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's okay. Sort of thought. Well, that's your. Uh, I think we should go easy on Janet because um, obviously she's going through some problems, and um, well, it's not been the same since her cats died. <laughs> Would you like some chocolate, Fat Albert? Oh y- yes, thank you very much, sir. We like interest you in a watch, ladies and gentlemen. This is racism on parade right now. What? <laughs> I love when Fat Albert comes on the show. I live in a car. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I got it. I gotta get on down to Soup Kitchen. I'll see you later. Happy holiday. Oh, happy, no, holiday. It's, it's, happy it's, holidays. It's past holidays. Eh? <laughs> happy New Year. But I think he should say that every time he leaves. <laughs> happy holiday. <laughs> it's not. Which it's one, Fat Albert? It's, oh boy. Oh, oh Fat Albert. He's heart full of dreams, that kid. Yeah, and it's gonna burst. Any <laughs> second giant <laughs> overgrown elephant heart is gonna oh, burst. Oh, poor bastard. But, you know, he, he stuck for Janet, which is something, so... Yeah. The concept of a heart bursting just entered my mind as something that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, just like an explosion. That'd be like the craziest ever. I'm sorry, guys. I'm kind of out of it. I have not had a lot of sleep over the last week, really. Taking a toll on me. Well, that's okay. Okay. Is it okay? you got you got to cross over that barrier to the point where... You're just alive. Brad, yeah, I don't... To I the don't point where you start seeing it. green shapes floating in out of I your fission. I was there earlier. Well... <laughs> I do not see how you do it. I don't even know how I'm awake now. I had two hours and seventy two 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 hours and seventy five minutes. I had two hours and forty five minutes last night. Damn, Brad's losing the concept see, of numerology. You, you he beat me. Understand. I almost got exactly three hours of sleep. I'm also Damn. carrying a bottle of caffeine pills. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just drink a lot of soda. Brad is striking I'm a series of dramatic soda. poses. Brad, tell us this story about the the, the package. Tell us the the tale of the package. Well. The package. Don't, well, make, don't make too big of a deal. Well, first off, I want to. Well, was this something you ordered off Amazon? It was indeed. It was, was it something that you got your free shipping on? Because I know Brad, guys, this is, you know, oh, uh, congratulations. Brad oh, is now a father. I, I am. I am a father. Did you get that card Claudia sent you? No. She was very excited to be like, oh, Brad's got a. Wow, she's going to come for a visit. She wants oh. to see the kid. Uh, Claudia, of course, is Alex's daughter. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a proud father. I see. I'm also a proud I, I mean, father. it didn't work out with the mother, but I mean, we're right, still friends. Right, right. I mean, they live in Europe. 
and Claudia, I mean, you know, I talk to her every week. The weird thing is, like, I, I remember Claudia, like, being, it seemed like she was a teenager, but uh, apparently she's just, like, a year old now. It's weird. Uh, well, yeah. Our kids are around the same age. Yeah. Well, well, go ahead, Brad. Well, interesting. Oh, um, uh, completely unrelated fact. Um, there's Amazon has a new program where if you're if you're a parent, um, you can get free Amazon Prime for like three months. You son of a bitch! <laughs> what did you do? I got what? free Amazon Prime for three months. You yeah. used your child so you could save a few bucks. Yes. <laughs> Free Amazon Prime shipping. Yeah. And you do this, Alex? You do well, this as well? Well, there is an age restriction, and I feel a little guilty about this. Isn't it like one to two years old? Yeah. That's because you have a now, teenager in front. Claudia, yeah, she's well past two, but in my heart, she'll always be she's, my she's little so girl. Cool. When Brad looks at her, he sees a woman. So, it's, you know, it's what well, else. When I look at you know. my little baby, my little bambino. <laughs> when I look at little Bradford. <laughs> when I look at little, when I look at little, uh, um. Horatio? No. Ricky Ticky Tabby Jr. Carl. Oh, fuck. What is my kid's name? What? Is, how can you forget your child's name? Don't look at me like that. <sighs> Richard Richard Henry Hume. Richard Henry yes, Hume. Yes. Very nice. So name. when you're looking at little Richard Henry Hume. I just, I, uh, my heart, it's, it gets like, it swells up to like Fat Albert size with love. And you also start hearing cash registers. And I start hearing, ching, ching. The, I start hearing free two-day shipping. Is what I hear. So what did you order that would justify this well, use of your child? Well, I ordered gifts for winter solstice. Oh. In fact, Mr. Pernasek, half of your gift. <laughs> half of my gift? Half of your gift. The other half being right here, right now. Oh, goody. More presents. Happy winter solstice. Happy winter solstice. Should I be opening this right now? Yes. Why not? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just hear that rapping paper just come off of that present. There actually is, is no present. It's just sounds of things happening. This is only half of your gift. The other half is uh, still being held up by prestige delivery. So when you say the other half, like this really is one part of something yes, else. Yes. Oh, my goodness. How can I? Okay, I'm just going to have to put the microphone down. Let boys. me go get something Talk so you can cut that open. No, I'll just rip it open with my bare hands. Sit rip down, it Alex. With your hands. I'll hold your microphone. I hope you can do this. You might have to edit this down. <laughs> Jonathan tearing into the present. He's uh, he's ripping, ripping at it. Going after that. Jonathan, tape. Jonathan, it's just tape, man. Come on, <sighs> dude. There's chicks here. Come on. Oh there gosh. ain't no chicks here. Oh, <laughs> oh, try to sell that. Oh my god! <gasps> Yay! Ooh, Ooh, boy. Oh, it smells like what it is, which is Frankenberry fruit roll-ups, which I did not know existed. <laughs> they exist. Are they scary are, monsters? Are they limited edition? I think they are. Let's just say they are. Ooh. Alex received a, a box of, of a blueberry flavored. Which there are like tons in there. There's 12. So you open it, you're like, wow, so many fruit roll ups. It's been forever since I had a fruit roll up. Blueberry are awesome. I had nice. three today, mainly because my blood sugar dropped a little low, but that's besides yeah. the point. Well, how is it? How, I don't understand. Like, if, I feel like this is a complete gift because not only do you get Frankenberry fruit roll ups, but you get, I can play first season of Charles in Charge. <laughs> Greatest first season of a television show ever. New boy in the neighborhood. It really is. Yeah. Like, if you're going to continue to be on the show, you need to be well versed. Well, this is true, I suppose. Thank you so much, Brad. For you're going to learn so much. This is this is from the Paragus. Yes. Oh, okay. this is from Ramjack. Oh, to thank you. you. I don't. I want to know what the other half is. Oh, well, you're going to have to wait. Well, you'll have to wait. When do you expect this other package? Well, it's a mystery. Um, <laughs> and now let's go into the actual it's a mystery, package. Really? Yeah. Well, the thing is, Amazon Prime they ship it as quickly as they can get it there. Usually that would be through UPS or some standard shipping magnate. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, every once in a while, you get something crazy, like Prestige Delivery, which is a courier service. Um, and I'd never heard of this, so I googled it immediately, and all I saw were terrible reviews of how much people hated Prestige. So I get scared. Ugh. I've taken off work early to go and intercept these packages that I'm awaiting. Because on, a- on the website, on the tracking website, it says it's out for delivery. It should be there between 4 and 7 p.m. Sure. Of course. Never arrives. So I call them. I'm like, hey, uh, is this is this going to... Re- it says it's out for shipping. Is this going to arrive today? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. We ship until 8 p.m. Wow. It's like, wow. really? Who delivers at 8 p.m.? That sounds crazy. Yeah, I don't see so, how that makes any sense. Yeah. So I went on about my life... Um, about 8.10, I uh, check online again. It says it's still out for delivery, so I'm, I call him back. I'm like, hey, I just want to know if this is going to deliver today because it's winter solstice. I have things to do. It's the reason for the season. I need to celebrate. <laughs> I need to celebrate <laughs> the season. And, uh, Please tell me you told him that for real. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Come on. this guy gave me the runaround. He's like, oh, well, let me put you on hold. He's like, what's the number? Yeah. Oh, that's still in the truck for delivery. And I was like, all right. They said uh, they'd only deliver until 8. Um. Oh no no no! They'll deliver. Um, they'll deliver on. You know, as long as it's on the truck, they'll get it to you tonight. I was like, so they'll deliver like later into the night. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because holidays, you know, we will deliver. We deliver later. So as long as you're uh, there to accept it, I'm like, I don't buy this. This is absolute nonsense. Well, and how later do they expect you to be? Yeah, there? I'm like, am I gonna have to wait until three o'clock in the morning for a package to arrive? <laughs> like, ding, now ding. they don't Here's know your package. That, they don't know that you actually stay up until oh, like yeah. ungodly yeah. hours in the morning. Just. I mean, yeah, that's how you roll. I, I mean, didn't go to bed until two thirty in the morning, but but that it still isn't here. Yeah, but so about nine o'clock, I get on the website again to see what's going on with this package, um, and they say they attempted to deliver at eight forty-five p.m. and it's now back at Blue Ash, Hold on, Ohio. Now. Impossible. Yeah, Blue Ash, Ohio. Like somehow it's already back. Yeah. So I'm assuming that it's already that they've just taken everything off of the thing at eight forty-five, and my package was one of them. So I'm like, fuck this bullshit. I did not take off early to get this package and be screwed over by these people. I, I'm, it's, I've got two-day shipping, damn it. And I want my two-day shipping. So I send like an, an angry email to them um, because, you know, that's how you get things done. And one to Amazon. So uh, Amazon's like, oh, we're so sorry. We've had problems with the shipper before, blah, blah, blah. Um, we'll, 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 sh- we'll ship out another um, a package immediately for a 24-hour delivery. I'm like, well, that's great, but I'm not going to be at home to pick up a UPS package anyway. So now there's two packages that are floating around that uh, contain these items. And one of them is for you and one of them is for me. So we're both getting screwed over, Jonathan. Damn it, all the hell. But does that mean you get two of the same thing? Doubles? He could. That means there will be there are four items. If you ever around. get the first one, right. which I, at this point, yeah. don't. Well, I'm supposed to send it back if uh, if it you know ever arrives. Or not. Or not, but or I, don't know that, I don't know that I really yours. need that many of this item ever. Interesting. So, uh... If you've been hearing sounds during Brad's package story, I've been trying in vain. Like, I forgot how hard it is to open up a fruit roll. <laughs> it's been kind of fun to watch you Because that crazy plastic wrap is just, like, completely intertwined with the candy. Yeah. It's really candy? good, though, man. Would you describe it as a candy? It's a fruit product. I mean, it's that's real... Product? Well, fruit roll-ups are kind of weird, but more or less they're fruit. Like, they're pureed fruit. Well, it's really... It's, uh, it's pears from concentrate, corn syrup, dried corn syrup, sugar, partially hydrogenated cottonseed oil... And uh, 2% or less of citric acid, sodium citrate, acetylide, monoglycerides, fruit pectin, dextrose, malic acid, vitamin C, natural flavor, color. Jonathan did it. And deliciousness. And he actually, I mean, he went to it with a wheel and got it. Now, I have a story that involves fruit by the foot, but it's like third hand. 
Uh, I just met a guy who was at a bar, and a couple of cougars oh, saddled up to him and his friend. And they this is what the, this is what their pickup line was: "Hey boys, you like mac and cheese? You like fruit by the foot? You like spaghettios? You like goldfish? Like this list of like childhood favorites Ew. that they thought they could like ensnare these ah. boys, these young boys, into like fucking them just for a meal. Like, hey, after I fuck you, how about you make me spaghettios?" How about you make me some fruit roll-ups? That's weird. I'm tasting it. Mm, I don't know. It's evocative. <laughs> evocative of what? Mm, it's the Cabernet. What's, what's the boutique? It's like berry. What does it say here? Go on. Well, just strawberry scream. I mean, it says on the box, strawberry scream. Oh, do, you, do you get the scream? Does that come through in the... Um, how I don't feel it? it right now. <laughs> Okay, cool. I just did. Oh, that was a strawberry scream. That was a strawberry scream. Someone just made a strawberry scream. I love how Frankenberry is so happy to see himself. He's like, hey, it's me. We I'm Frankenberry. We all know why he's happy to see himself. I'm so excited. <laughs> is Booberry looking at his on, on that box just going, oh, well, that's me. Oh, hi. I'm a fruit roll-up. Mm. Boo. Boo. I didn't know you could order. Well, I guess I knew that you could order food off Amazon. You can order. But those did not come cereal. from Amazon. I purchase those in advance. Hmm. And you just put them in the box? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, someone was what I did was I, I took I took these two items and I put them inside a box, taped it shut, I put and I put delightful wrapping paper on it. What a strange concept. Which by the way, can I point out the shiftiness of this fucking wrapping paper? Sure. Really cheap. I bought really cheap wrapping paper. Look how it weirdly like almost disintegrates into these weird wrinkles. It was like, impossible to wrap anything with this stuff because it's I've, I, can wrapping paper be this shitty? It is kind of weird that it doesn't. We're looking right at it, so like, yes, I think we can confirm that. Yes, creases. like when I was trying to cut it, it was just sort of ripping. It's like it's like one breath away from falling apart. How much did it cost? Um, one dollar. Well, <laughs> you know what, Brad? You cannot be that consumer who buys something for a dollar and is like, "Hey, wait a minute." I just didn't think paper technology was uh, <laughs> paper tech. I didn't know. I didn't know it could be this simple. It's not quite as advanced as Alf technology, but I mean, I mean, few things are. This is practically tissue technology. <laughs> yeah, that makes me think of more tissue. Yeah, that looks like it should be going like in a bag. It's like, an yeah. odd hybrid of the tissue paper yeah. slash normal. It's paper. somewhere between wrapping paper and tissue paper. This was a freak. This was a freak accident gone wrong. On the a spectrum. misfit of science. On the spectrum of paper, I mean, <laughs> throw it. Fuck you, paper. I'm glad that tree died. <clears throat> that was so awesome when you said, um, one dollar? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to break, break it for a second, because that was amazing. One of the most entertaining sitcoms of the 80s is back, as all 22 season one episodes, including the hilarious pilot. And it is. Of Charles and Charge come to DB for the first time ever. So good. We should totally do episodes of Charles and Charge or Ramjack now. Yes. Come. We'll do our weekly Charles and Charge update. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Jonathan's like, oh, I don't know if I can commit to that, guys. Come on, Barney. No, Barney's his zapped character. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Willie Ames is, is back. What's the great 80s TV flashback? That's a special feature on this set. I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> it's probably just a preview for other DVD sets. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other Charles in charge. You like this, don't you? Yeah. You like this too, probably. Also yes, on faggot. here. <laughs> also on here is the is the first episode of the second season. Don't watch it, Jonathan. It'll it'll just destroy you. Don't do now it. Now explain on the air why the second season went south mm-hmm. so quickly. Well, the thing was, I think it was, I think it was the writer strike. It was it was a casualty of that. So the second God season got delayed, and then they couldn't get all the actors, the original actors. So we got a new family. 
Oh, right. Because the first family moves away. Yeah. And Charles is like, um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you in need of a strange teenage Manny? Because <laughs> I can help you with that. A little different. Because then they have a new little kid and two girls. Yeah. It's we weird. Suck. And that one middle one is always awkward and... And the older one is just kind of like, Charles is hot, and the, do they have a thing at one point? Oh, I don't know. Who mm. cares? And it goes on for this a while. This is the best family. There's like, yeah, by leaps and... Oh, man. We got Douglas um, from uh, Mac and Me. Yeah, Mac and Me fame. Oh, wait, which one? Your hormonal hero is here. Oh, no, where and is Charles he? in Charge, season one. He's a, he's a lot younger, or at least he went through puberty, perhaps, over the year after Charles in Charge. That's him? Look at That's him. him. Look at him in those... He's got specs. He's the weirdo nerd. What a nerd. What a nerdlinger. And the other one plays sports because he's clearly a soccer fella. They're all well, great. Everyone, yeah. all of those. Oh, it's just a good cast. And they do. Oh, and every episode is just amazing. Styles? Yes, Styles. That's right. Styles is back. Styles is back, in guys. In Charles in Charge season one. As is Rue McClanahan. <laughs> what? Rue yes. McClanahan is in the show? Yes. Everybody's in the show. Is what does she do? What does she do? <laughs> Isn't she show? like you know, Mr. or Mrs. Pinbroke's mother? Yeah. It's the, it's, the grand, it's the grandmother. She's a bitch. She's such a bitch. Does she have a southern accent? Yeah. Yeah, well, well of she course can't she really does. fight it. I... Yeah. She has some scheming. Oh, it's so good, this show. I love she it. She really likes pizza. That's all I'm going to tell you. Or she has like a whole idea of, of a pizza conglomerate. You're going to love it, Jonathan. <laughs> this is going to change your life. It really is. A lot is. of backstory. It really did change my life. Just saying. Yeah. After I saw Charles in charge, like I thought, you know what? I want to be Charles. Now, it's a little late for me at 26 or 20, uh, almost 27 it's years old. It's never too late. But it's never too late. I mean, it doesn't. it's no small wonder. Um, It's 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 a little bit of terrific, Jonathan. Trust me. Yeah. I, this... That season Does of Charles in Charge. Does it have a tiny robot girl? Doesn't need it. <laughs> Jonathan. Irrelevant. Do I need to take the gift back? <laughs> I don't think you deserve <laughs> you, this. You haven't earned it. Show me. He looks really good in this outfit. In this like really skinny tie and <laughs> go suspenders. On. And go on. Scott Bale mm-hmm. in his prime. Scott Bale, what are you thinking? Fresh off of uh, <laughs> Joni Loves Chachi. Scott Bale many years away from his horrible reality show where he admits that he's <sighs> kind of a failure. So sad. He's not a failure. Poor Charles. Would you think they could do a Charles in Charge reboot? I mean, they could easily do that. Oh, no. I, I don't mean, know if in our cl- current cultural no atmosphere it would seem right. It would, it's a weird premise to begin with, but like nowadays it's like, yeah. what do you mean you're putting like a teenage boy in charge of your kids? You know, to say teenage is a little in... I mean, that's inaccurate. I mean, he's a man. He's going to college. He's like a few years in. uh, He's a man. Let's not make that mistake. Mm. You see that cover. He's all man. He's like, he's thumbing those suspenders. But you know. Thumbing society's rules. But, I mean, he's actually, I mean, he is the rule keeper. He is. He's more responsible than than anyone. How old is he, though? How old is Charles supposed to be? 23, 22? Well, well, he's early college. Okay, wait a minute. This season also includes Meg Ryan, Christina Applegate, and Matthew Perry. Yes. That's right. Could this have more stars? It's awesome. Who's Matthew Perry? I don't remember. I don't remember Matthew Perry in this. He was Chandler. I know who Oh, and uh, Charles. I do not remember where he was on the show. Maybe he was really young. He was ice cream vendor. Here you go, Charles. Thanks. I don't remember them ever getting ice cream. Well, maybe they went to get yogurt instead. Get nice yogurt? With Kermit the Frog. Is Kermit in this? Trust me no. that that's oh. in that episode. Dude, maybe I'm remembering something weird. I remember that one Gorgon thing that was like crazy. I'm sure it happened. happened. It was just... Uh, you just remember, what was that scene when Kermit the Frog and, the, and that human got yogurt? I, I don't know. That really... You know, him and that producer guy, they, they get got yogurt. yogurt. They had a, a yogurt scene, the big yogurt scene. I, I don't think there's a big yogurt scene. Well, no, they just get yogurt. 
Keep in mind, Gene over here is the guy that thinks Mac and me somehow had some Inception subplot about how the Snorks episode was commenting on the main action. I think all of this movie is based on a Snorks episode. Alex, are you high? Try to refute it, Jonathan. Try to refute it. I don't think I need to. Mm. I don't think you can. And over here on the seahorse is is Bloobity Snork. <laughs> I don't I don't know what they say in that cartoon. I think you got me, Jonathan. Yeah, I don't I you know, I don't know. No I don't knows. know. No one knows. Jonathan, how do you live in Chicago? How do I live in Chicago? One day at a time. I'm almost clever. <laughs> oh. But why do you ask, Alex? Guys, recently I went to Chicago with some friends. One of my friends, close friend, uh, is moving to Chicago. He got an awesome new job. He's is he available? I know. He should totally do the Charles in charge. Um, Bradford, please. Is he available? Is the question. Is he available? What do you mean? No, I already know who this person is. He's yeah, not he's, gay. He's straight as an arrow. Um, Jonathan, not do not do that thing where you start rubbing their backs. Because <laughs> you know You're that's going to leave. so tense, and I am so tense. I'm not encouraging that. Why am I encouraging that? Jonathan, you said it, not me. What's my? I want my new name to be Frank and that Barry. Frank and that Barry. Frank and that Barry is John Bernasek. <laughs> And there he is, Frank and that Barry. I'd rather have it be that, honestly. Frank and that Barry, John Bernasek. Here he comes from the sky, Alex Green, and on an upright face, Brad Gubbles <laughs> at the Monster that. Truck Rally, Monday, Monday, Monday. Why do I come from the sky? I mean, I love it, but... On that upper... That's how Rams can start from now on. And Frank and that Barry, John Bernasek. I'm on a I'm on a motorcross bike. <laughs> oh, like. I'm on a motorcross bike. Oh, okay. I don't know what Frank and a Barry is, but revving that engine, man. Frank that Barry. <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking about? So you went to Chicago. <laughs> yes. So I went to Chicago to help my friend find an apartment. It was awesome. I love that city. I mean, I've heard good things, but guys, I mean, I really just fell in love with that place. Can't live there. Too cold. I went up there when it was just mildly cold, and there was one time we were walking down um, the Magnificent Mile. Black. I had Starbucks in my hand, a scarfed up. You know how I operate, and just walking down in the mix, and all of a sudden, bam! The wind of the windy, windy city just attacks me. I can't. I'm powerless against it. I cannot live in a city that cold. I'm just glad that you know what it's called now, because I think other names for the Magnificent Mile from Alex included the Magical Mile, the Mysterious <laughs> Mile, the Myriad Mile. <laughs> There's a myriad of miles that I could choose. All of them are accurate. I mean, it was a magnificent mile. Mysterious. Uh, it was mysterious. Uh, it was majestic. So even. magnanimous. Mm-hmm. Yes. Megalom, mega, meganum, megalomon. Go for it. Mega, megamaniacal. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I would agree. Pronounce it correctly, Brad. <laughs> what was it? The Hancock Building. Yeah, which yeah. a lot of people confuse for this year's tower. Yes, we went up the Hancock Building to the had a thirteen dollar martini. Had a thirteen. Well, I had a pulled pork sandwich and a diet coke. But my uh, friend, that's a meal. Wow. <laughs> but uh, my roommate Ben, he got a martini. Absolutely hated it. Hi, it? my name's Eugene, and I will be <laughs> having the pulled pork sandwich and diet coke. So we're getting back to their ruts. <laughs> Beautiful view. Awesome city. The art museum there, absolutely captivating, guys. Good do. It was awesome. Like turning every corner and seeing like really awesome, famous paintings I studied in school. Like I've only seen in books, and being like, oh, it's a Surratt. Ah! Like running around. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you turn the corner, you see Picasso. the Surratt. I'm alone. <laughs> no, but let's just replay that. So you walk around the corner, you see the Surratt, and you say, "What?" Well, I, I say, "A Surratt." Ah! It was higher that time. 
Alex what? forgets that he's seen it, and he's like, oh my god, again! <laughs> First off, it does not look like it was painted one dot at a time, just saying that. But anyway, wow. and it wasn't. Ooh. Wow. Um, That's a big theory. So many guys. Is this from the snork well? <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, I don't think he did it. Got a matrix printer. I just don't know if pointillism was yeah. really what was going on there, right? I'm just saying at a certain point, maybe he just went, bloop, like just maybe started doing it. I don't know. Those dots? God, there were so many awesome things there. Original Toulouse on a track. Guys, it was amazing. Nice. Um, but <laughs> I love that my attitude over here is just like, yeah, wind, whatever. Yeah, Surat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool, I guess. Fuck. Um, but riding the train was fun. I know that sounds weird, but it's Shakes so neat. Did you find that midnight train? Yeah. Did you take pictures on the train? I, we avoided the midnight train, Jonathan. You avoided it? We avoided that midnight train. But good train. things can happen on the midnight train. I could have sworn, actually, when we were waiting for, I think it was the blue line, um, we were there on the tracks, um, me and my buds, and we're was on the midnight? edge, and all of a sudden, like, because my friend Ben, my roommate, he he used to live in Chicago, and, and he just looks at me, and he, like, puts his hand in front of me and just, like, pulls me back for a second. I'm like, what's going on? Train comes barreling through there, Jonathan. Alex, watch out! Had to, be, had, to, had to be the midnight train. The things I saw from that window just really fast. I could have. Wait a minute. I could have sworn though that Alex. I don't think this actually happened. I think we have already. Uh, we've. I've already told you that you can't see into the midnight train. Oh really? The windows, and you can't see. Mm. Alex, well, here's the thing, Jonathan. Are you trying to make now, yourself sound cool? Here's the thing. Now we, we had plans to uh, get together and hang out in Chicago, but stuff happened, and I understand. But you, you know, you were busy. I was balls deep. Unavail- you were balls deep. And the reason I say that is because when that midnight train went by, I could have sworn I saw you on there. Hmm. And I was concerned. I was like, oh my god, Jonathan's trapped on the like midnight train. Alex, uh, ran into a situation, uh, balls deep on the midnight train. <laughs> Good I, things I mean, can happen on the train. I'm not calling you out. I mean, awesome that you know you got on that midnight train. I don't think you saw that train at all. We I hope all I know that you can't look into or look out of that train. I hope I didn't. Things I think Alex is going, going to make himself sound cool. I think, I think he saw it in the portents of his imagination. <laughs> Guys, it was really cold. It's I true because it go happened there for a few moments. Cold. No, but in all seriousness, the lions out front of the Heart Institute are awesome. They have these giant wreaths, and there's the bean thing. I mean, it looks like an amazing city. Why does it have to be cold like eight to nine months out of the year? Eight to nine months. Oh, come now. Come now. Eight to nine months. I feel that's a bit of an exaggeration. Is Toronto it? or Sweden? Jonathan, so, tell me it's exaggeration. So Brad's like, hey. Jonathan, tell me it's exaggeration. Tell me that global warming is a reality, and it's only going to get warmer in Chicago. How can and there be global warming if these winters are so cold? Oh, <laughs> they were frigid. Like, uh, I bumped as much as I could. We went to the zoo to the, the light thing. And all awesome. the animals were frozen solid. Dude, we saw a gorilla, and you forget how scary gorillas are. because oh, Gorillas freak me out. There was also, like... All the uh, chimpanzees were just like laying around, just like, and one of them was just sprawled out. I kid you not, it was almost like it was posing for like a magazine cover, like a porno ape like, magazine. Yes, like it had like, its uh, legs sprawled, it had its hand up on its knee, and it was just like back with its arm behind its head. It was so weird. You like this primate dick, this prick? You like that? Well, everyone was looking at it. People were taking pictures. Kids were like, "What?" It was awesome. I've seen a polar bear moonwalk Whoa. at a zoo. I, I swear, I did. He would do it. He would like. And then he would go back to his original starting spot and then do it again. That's awesome. Like maybe you didn't catch it the first time. <laughs> look at the, look at everyone. <laughs> he was doing, I don't know how you would get a polar bear to do that. Mm. I don't know how you'd get a polar bear to do that. We've got to go back. <laughs> Coming from the sky, it's Alex Green. On the upright base, Brad Gubbles and Frank in that berry. It's John Bernasek. 
Or you can do that too. John Pernasek. Frankenberries. Did you get mugged in Chicago? Did you, <laughs> did you catch a fall ball? I will say in this: Chicago? I didn't feel unsafe in Chicago ever. Now, granted, I was running around with an entourage of two other people mostly. You were in Millennium Park in we the were, Bean area. We were <laughs> in Millennium Park in the Bean area. Um, something else that was really neat. Um, well, not really neat because it actually bothered me slightly. We went to Second City. Oh uh, yeah, how, how did that treat you? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go and take Second City classes. For me, I want to go and take Improv Olympic classes. Mm. That's Second, where I went when I went up to Chicago. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It was good times. Now, yeah, Improv Olympic has consistently good shows here's the thing second city like their scripted show was old and dated like i guess they're about to revamp it since the year's ending right and it was touch and go like some stuff was kind of funny and some did they stuff break was a lot really not bad i think they broke like twice and the audience okay. loved it i was not a huge fan um but when they ended the show they're like guys you want to stick around we're gonna do like you know another third show of improv and their improv was awesome like it was really on point and amazing right the scripted show just wasn't there um, just like outdated jokes, like references. Yeah, oil spills. Oh, President Obama. Oh, it was just like wow. Balloon guys. boy, Farrah Fawcett. Like, aha. Surprisingly, yes. Um, it was just it was not up to par. Hmm. But again, improv show. Another story. There's a restaurant though by there that's some kind of a uh, uh, Tex-Mex joint that is amazing. It reminds me of Nada in Cincinnati, except way better. What's the name of the restaurant? I don't remember. What it, maybe it starts with an A. Oh, okay, it's right t- by Second City. Like. You were telling me about another restaurant you went to called Feed. Feed was an awesome place to go get kind of brunch, kind of get lunch. Um, they had really good, um, I had gravy and biscuits. Mm. Awesome. Kind of switched up a little bit. Nice part of town. I saw, I actually saw an advertisement for Alien Queen. Which has been extended. Oh, really? I don't know when this episode is going to come out, so I won't go into the details. But yeah, officially it has been extended for more performances. Jonathan. So if you messed it the first time. Come and see my overacting. <laughs> my vamping, my cloying fainness. We also went to a place either called Bite or Fork, and I can't remember what it was, but it was a... It was an it was an we Indian... Went to feed, eat, digest. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like an Indian infusion, like... I say Indian infusion, I'm not sure of the proper term. Just restaurant, but it was an Indian infused brunch. Oh. I, I had a, a pancake and some eggs... That had like certain types of curry and some sort of other Indian spice on it. Ooh, I could get in. Awesome. <laughs> That's why savory pancakes <laughs> would look really good. Like, yes, yes. Oh, mm. I went to a place recently called Itata. <laughs> Eat with two T's. <laughs> and I pronounce it as Itata. And I had a hamburger with an egg on top of it, which is not the weirdest thing in the world. But how wild. I know, right? And then they, just, they were, she was like, now do you want fries or do you want the Parmesan? Uh, the Parmesan truffle tater tots. I was like, well, those sound exotic. Oh God, you got to get the truffle tater tots. They were tater tots with truffle salt on them. They were just, I mean, they were good, but they were tater tots with truffle salt. I was like, well, these are good, but you made it sound like it was a delicacy. Trixies. Mm. From the farthest reaches of Africa. Mm. When I went to Chicago, we saw a show at Improv Olympic, and then they had a, a special guest come out. Oh. Um, and they, they interviewed them and did some little improv things, but the special guest was Mr. Skin. Of MrSkin.com. Did he do improv? No, they just kind of, you know, interviewed him and did like a funny kind of, you know, interview. It was like a, did like a late night show sort of thing. Oh. But uh, yeah, so I, I have my picture taken with Mr. Skin. I think you would very much enjoy improv Olympics Shakespeare stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so spot on and so good. It's it's almost like you're, you oh, have I'm no sure. idea what's going on. Yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of like swinging door humor too. Like, hello, <laughs> I'm over nice. here now. And it's just. And there's a guy, I can never remember his name, but he does this one-man musical that, like, my jaw was on the floor because he did an overture, he did a full-on, like, opening towns people number. At one point, he was a puppy. Like, I don't know. It just, 
It was bizarre how well he put it all together. Nice. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and they never do that improv where it's like, in this game, we'll only be asking questions. Oh, in this awesome. game, our sentences will start with recurring letters of the alphabet. Who has a place? All right, that's great. A meat shop. A meat shop. Okay, and who am I? Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. Okay, so pizza. Dr. Drew. Eating pizza. Oh, God. Oh, boy. All right, if you want to just tap in when you want to come in and break oh, up the scene. Oh, boy. Shit. They do do that in a, like as a very quick end thing yeah. where they're just like, and justify. Tap and justify. Which it never ends up being too, too funny. But at that point, you've already been watching it for an hour, so... Don't really mind. Brad, when did you go to Chicago? This was quite a while ago. This was probably 2006. Okay. Wow. So 9-11 had already happened. Okay. Um, I just need a context because everything either happens before or after 9-11. Frankenberry for roll-ups after, which is strange. You'd think that'd be a product of our uh, of our nation before well, that tragedy. What's really it's what's beautiful about the Frankenberry for roll-up is it is it brings you back to that simpler time before 9-11. Yeah. But if you look in his eye, you can see the pain. Yeah, that glint of the sadness. Pain of the tower's falling. I like that I'm on the fruit roll-up, but I'm still sad. <laughs> but I'm still scared of terrorists. I'll be quiet. <laughs> oh, sorry, Booberry. <laughs> What's the Count Chocula voice? Who did that? I think it was me. What? How does that go? It's just a, a Count Chocula voice. Blah, blah. Personally, oh. I'm still scared of Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we could do a security discount. I can't do it at all. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> hey, it's got everything goes hey, to Jamaica. The they... This is why I can't do improv. Everybody. Oh, God, they always wanted me to do dialects, and I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, everything turns into Jamaican. Like, okay, and uh, <laughs> Irish, turns into Jamaican. Irish police officer, uh, Mike O'Malley. Oh, I'm Mike O'Malley, man. Uh, <laughs> well, why do you have to add man to the end of everything, yeah, Jonathan? do that. Well, perhaps we could go over to the Bing and Dog and do like it's just like um, Jonathan. Nah, start words, Jonathan. That's the problem. <laughs> Jonathan, it's not the accent. It's, Jonathan, it's, the, it's the lack of words. Jonathan wants to be on an improv team, but he can't form sentences. <laughs> Hello, I'm Officer Holbein. All right, do not call him back. <laughs> do not call him back. <laughs> the, I, what are you talking about, man? It's the best thing. Oh, fuck. I, I think that was I Count Chocula. Brooklyn, <laughs> uh, 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 man. Oh, the Count Chocula. Rewind in the sound, boy. More bass at all frequency. We are the controller. <laughs> um, can we talk about a audition notice that I saw in Chicago theater in Chicago.com? Uh, first of all, uh, I know this is going to come out after Christmas, but how many how many productions of A Christmas Carol do you think are going Too on? Too fucking many. But in Chicago specifically, just take a guesstimate, a realistic guesstimate. 22. 13. Way too high. Closer. Way too high? <laughs> seven in total. There are four Miracle on 34th Streets going on, but in total there are seven, including a Klingon Christmas Carol, and you'll, oh my god, just get ready for this one. Oops, I Christmased again. <laughs> the Britney Spears <laughs> Christmas Carol. Fuck. <laughs> But I'll tell you wow. about an audition notice I saw. This was all quite a while ago, but the na- they didn't have a name for it. And they're like, would you like to come audition for our show? It, it combines it combines themes of the comic strip Superman with, with ideas about tr- train travel in the Midwest. That's not a show. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're combining elements of Superman with train travel in the Midwest. You're not saying words right now. Hello. Hello, everyone. People in my home planet called me Kal-El, but here they call me the Super Traveler. Oh, God. <laughs> Train I safety. love to go down the rail in the Midwest. <laughs> 
fighting off the evil of Brainiac. With my, and with my friend Schneck <laughs> Treble. Why is the loneliest man in the world? In the, in the loneliest car in the world. Wow, we have really gotten into a territory with this. Why must the man of city? Who needs trains? I need trains. We need trains. We need trains. <laughs> I must be traveling with Superman. You've got locomotives. You've got locomotives. You don't even know you train. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and if you uh, have no context for that, <laughs> it's I hope all right. The last two minutes were fun for you. Yeah. Yes. It's more than okay that you don't have a context for that. Oh. Worst premise for a show, though, right? Just awful. Oh, yeah. That show was never going to be good. There was also a, an improv series based on the Smurfs, but like you had to come back each week to see a new episode. Like, Ooh. come back next week for the new episode of The Smurfs Untamed. I was like, this. La, 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 la. Now, 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 ask me if that was paying. Like, do you think that was a paying gig, the Smurfs? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Come see our show. It's different In every reality, week. They're just uh, using you to create the script for the movie. Well, mm. yeah. <laughs> what would if you were Hank Azaria playing Gargamel? What would you want to say? We just need some funny bits, but we don't have any scripts. We, don't have, <laughs> we need some funny bits, but we don't have any we'll script. Just, we'll just have people come in and improvise for free until we get it. <laughs> Okay, now when I wave the little sock in front of you, that's a Smurf. So talk to the Smurf. That's good. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> we didn't actually say anything. I know. Yo, what Patrick Harris can do that part. Oh, he is in that film. Yeah. He's in every film. Yeah, I guess he is. Brad, what is this thing I saw you tweet about the other day that you went no in relation to Jack Black and oh. perhaps another? Movie oh, he's in the Muppets. How is Jack Black in the Muppets? Well, movie? everyone's in the Muppets, first of all. But but from the I didn't read the article because I got sick. Um. That <laughs> sick of reading it. You saw the headline and just threw up immediately and just like I'm out. I'm taking a I'm taking a vacay from the computer, guys. It said Jack Black in a being John Malkovich like a role. I don't even know what the hell that means. Yeah. Which makes me think, is the whole Muppet movie gonna be inside Jack Black's head? Ooh. Or something well, along those lines? That's a more plausible theory than the Snorks theory. I don't want Jack Black in my Muppet movie. Uh, he's just gonna Brad, Brad he is your Muppet movie. No, Brad, he'll, never. Brad will have a seven-second cameo where he comes on and he goes, Top five Muppet movies, go! <laughs> and he'll, I'm so gross and wacky and weird. Gulliver's <laughs> Travels 2, coming in 2012. <laughs> That's a trailer that gave me a panic attack when I first oh. saw that. <laughs> that movie has come and gone. The theater, like, panic attacking. Is it actually coming gone already? No, it's, yeah, well, by the time, yeah, because it's Christmas of by 2010. Now, it's think. gone. Maybe it is a 2011 release. Holy shit. We didn't know. I think, no, I, think it. I think it comes out now. I was about to say, because we would have covered it. Yeah. You at least would have been like, oh, and by the way, fuck this movie. Man, I saw him in High Fidelity, and it's like, man, you were doing the same fucking thing back then. You haven't changed it. He was on iCarly. You know that Nickelodeon Ooh. show, iCarly? And he played a character that was like, First off, let me just ask you a real quick question before you jump in, Brad. Um, would you ever eat a spaghetti taco? A taco... Uh, Brimming with spaghetti. That's the only ingredient. Yeah. So I mean, well, I mean you can add other stuff to it, like cheeses or meatballs, or I mean, I don't the know. The count can serve it to you. I'm not really a much of a messy guy. Like I don't like messy foods. That kind of sounds like a sloppy like a little meat. item. Like would, would, Why don't you just eat spaghetti, you fuck? Like eat spaghetti or eat a taco. Extra carbs, no reason. Uh, no reason. That's like, uh, but that's like when people combine anything. It's like put a hot dog on a hamburger. I don't know. Why not? Like whatever. <laughs> 
want my hot dog wrapped in bacon. I will say this. I had something for um, lunch today. I went to Senate in Cincinnati, which is fucking awesome. They, they're known for, like, gourmet, like, hot dogs. Which sounds oh. weird, but great. They had a special they called a Ralphie. All right. Hey, Ralphie. <laughs> awesome, like, bread. Like, huge. They're giant hot dogs. Um, but the hot dog was wrapped in bacon. Um, but it also had sweet potato on fries on top, but, like, really finely diced. Okay. And it had um, some sort of, like, lettuce on the top or spinach with, like, this awesome balsamic vinegar. So good. Huh. Just throwing that out there randomly. Did you eat a hot dog in Chicago? Did not even get a hot dog in Chicago. I had a pulled pork sandwich. I had, <laughs> I had Indian infusion brunch. The name's and I had UG. <laughs> I'd like a pulled and Mex- pork sandwich like, and a diet and pretty, cook. And pretty great Mexican tacos. Like, oh, pretty sure. authentic. But whatever. Why are you eating pulled pork places. in Chicago? You're going to be going to Tennessee in like a minute. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was, God, I was in the Hancock building. It was the top floor. Actually, I was, we spent like 15 to 20 minutes in the bottom of the Hancock building because um, I my blood sugar bottomed out, so I had to like buy candy and just like ingest a whole thing of jelly beans. You had an attack. What was awesome was that we were by like this huge train display. It was downstairs, like it was in the basement of the Hancock building, and, we, and I just sat down on the ground and like thankfully my friends Ben and Andrew were there and they were like, you know, take your time in, whatever. Um, so we're sitting like down, rubbing your head, and it's no okay. one else is sitting down. Like everyone's standing up, and there were no seats. But when we sat down. In about 20 minutes, there were like six or eight groups of people just like taking a knee, just like all around us, just like, yeah, these guys are sitting down, whatever. I started a trend in the Hancock building in Chicago. That guy sure can sit. They're still sitting there. <laughs> now be sitting there for the next generation. Release that breath that Alex told you to hold. Yeah, okay, about Jack Black. Okay, you didn't do it. But <laughs> I saw a headline. Uh-oh. Jack Black's children are not embarrassed by him. I'm out. Time out. He has kids, first of all. He has children? Apparently, like, a grip of them. Like, who the, three. Who the hell is he married to? Who the fuck knows? Some retarded blind bitch. Clearly. Now, now he, sh- he doesn't have to be married, Jonathan. Oh, well, that's true. Just don't think of the nuclear family soon. Yeah, um, for God's sake. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm assuming he's married. Jack Black's children not embarrassed by him. What's wrong with Jack Black's children? Besides their genetic... Predisposition. You know what? You know what's? You know why they're not embarrassed by him? Because of all that money they got coming out their faces. Every no, day. fuck that. You would be embarrassed just just for the statement that who's your father? Jack Black. Boo. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can, do you want a puppy? Let's just. I already have five. Oh. It doesn't he, help. He was doing that tenacious deep shit. In Mr. Show, which I really like, but they have him every now and then just pop up in that in that sketch show, and he's just doing he, he's he's always singing like doing I'm going down to the farm and it's like shut up Jack I've been doing this for fucking twenty five plus years at this point. Who's that comedian that everyone hates? Dane Cook. Everyone, everyone <laughs> hates Dane Cook, but why doesn't everyone hate Jack Black as much as they hate Dane Cook? Well, to be fair. Dane Cook, he's, he tried to be a movie star, but Jack Black is very much a movie guy as opposed to, like, a comedian. I think they're equally offensive. Oh, well, sure. Did you know Dane Cook just put out a Greatest Hits album? What? Because apparently he's been around long enough. First of all, comedians don't do that ever. And second, you've been around long enough to have a Greatest Hits stand-up album? Those don't exist. Like, no one does that. No. George Carlin didn't have a fucking best of. Richard Pryor didn't put together a cobbled bullshit slapdash Greatest Hits Dane Cook. Oh, what, your Transformers joke? Real funny. He's just a, he yells and he references things from the 80s. I, I, was about, I met this girl and she was, a, she was a real bitch. She was a real She-Ra, you know what I'm talking about? Audience of like 9,000 people just rolls on the floor oh for God, six so minutes. Oh my, God. oh my God, She-Ra, I know what that is. I don't know where. 
me. He was, was in that funny? one movie and that other is that movie. Humor just to mention something that happened in the eighties. That is what he does, though. He just like drops it. Well, that's what Family Guy does, but and it's not funny. I think he has a joke about like his kids. He's like, and his kids are named like Optimus Prime and He Man or something. He's like, come on, Optimus Prime and He Man. Apropos of nothing, has no setup. And people are like, oh my god, oh my god. His audience is full of douchebag bras anyway. We go brawling. <laughs> now, are you going bowling or are you going brawling <laughs> with bras? Fuck that. Never got to go bowling. Fat Albert told you guys that. Hey, hey, hey. This, that was not the real Fat Albert. That was me doing a that Fat was a good Albert impression. impression. I know, right? Was, I love how it like, like erupted. Hey, from hey, hey. Really I don't know if I could really go beyond that. I, the real Fat Albert, he can go to a whole screed, but uh, I'm beyond me. I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. It's Fat Albert. Oh, don't mind him. He's been mad ever since his wife died. <laughs> I love your it turns into sling blade. Perhaps we behind <laughs> him like he's like talking. Perhaps we could play a joke band song after having some first robbery day. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I said perhaps we could play a song in the jug band after having some French fried potatoes. <laughs> I think the real fat Albert would be offended if uh, he could hear me. But uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I find that poetry offensive. I can't believe you had pulled pork in Chicago. <laughs> you should have gotten a hot dog. No hot dogs, Alex. Come on now. I love how southern I didn't it is. that was something that you would do it's in great. Chicago. I thought the deep dish, deep dish pizza. Well, sure, but we we're also the hot dog. There. We're also the hot well, dog city. But one person was saying to me, they were like, "Yeah, I visited Chicago and I wanted to get a hot dog, but there were no there were no um, kiosks or vendors in the street." I'm like, "We don't have hot dog vendors like in New York City." You gotta go to a hot dog place. Go inside. Don't stand outside like a dum dum. I did get a hot, hot dog. dog on the streets of New York that was not good when I was well, in New York. We take pride in our hot dogs. You don't get them off some creepy guy on the street. You go inside to yeah. a small business owner who some guy yelled at me when I asked for ketchup. He's like, You don't put ketchup on a Chicago hot dog. I was like, Fuck you. I'm paying for it. Put ketchup on it. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I live here. I know what to do with my Chicago uh, hot dog. I've sucked dick in the city, so I own it. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> That's my attitude. That if I suck dick in your city, you? I own it. <laughs> Look, I've been fucking people in the city for a while. Look, I know how um, to do a hot dog. Mm, I I've been balls it, deep, though. so I appreciate it. And then he was like, "Well, I'll give you ketchup for your fries." And then he got kind of winked at me, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" This. Did you get his number? And he was flirting with you. No, I hate cultural ketchup for my fries. No. I'll give you ketchup for your fries. How did he say it? I uh, Did he say it with an accent? <laughs> Stop trying to return this into a flirtation. <laughs> no, thing. no, no. Let's let, let, let's just dissect Hey there. How would you like some ketchup for your fries and maybe no, some no, 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 no. We well no, it, it was it was probably more ethnic, right? In its own way. <laughs> more ethnic? <laughs> he was white, first of all. No, he was just a like, gruff hot dog guy. Was he cute? No, he was like, no, he was like 42 and like covered in hot dog juice. I don't right, know. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I pictured him younger. I just assumed he <laughs> You was... pictured this like, unch, 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 like gay hot dog place where it's like, hey, you want a hot dog? Wearing what do you want on it? It's too hot outside in the summertime I know, in Chicago. Right? Ketchup, fuck you, faggot. We don't put ketchup on our hot dogs. I'll give you some ketchup for your fries. Wank. <laughs> Eat it off my tum tum. <laughs> I love that wink. <laughs> Sesame wow. seed buds. Oonch, oonch. I love this lady Gaga song. <laughs> Eat it to the rhythm of bad romance. <laughs> Hello, I'm Schneck Trouble. I came by the hot dog, but this place is frightening. Get out of here. Well, I just wanted a hot dog. I'm Janet Death Rage. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get a hot dog, I'm going to kill everybody. 
It's so exciting! Shut up! Out of my way, Schneck! Shrek, whatever the hell your name is! Schneck Travel Middle Class Adventurer! Oh boy. Schneck, uh, I think you should name? just uh, calm down. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't do it. Albert's right now. back. What do you mean, you? Albert was here for a second, then he left. He had to get. He had to get to that hospital. He's volunteering these days. I got this awesome watch from him. Isn't it weird? You don't talk about that boy. You don't talk about that boy. <laughs> He's my boy. I actually do. If I, if I think about it, I can do a pretty good Billy Bob. That's that's what I'm doing. I split his head open like a watermelon. That's pretty good. Can I say one more thing about Chicago? So many attractive women. Well, okay. For, okay. Before I go back into that, I scared a child in Chicago on accident. I'm sorry. I felt so bad about it. Outside of the zoo, I must have been a vision because I had on my big jacket. <laughs> wait, wait. Did you just say I must have been a vision? Outside well, of the zoo. Is it 1953? my puffy vest. Well, I was wearing my, my puffy jacket, and I was in like four layers of shirts, three layers of pants because I was fucking cold. It was the zoo night, so there were lights everywhere. It was snow, ice. Um, it was the gay zoo. It's like, Wah! and we're having fun. Like I, I'm it's skipping like and like almost dancing, and we we start singing like TV theme songs, uh, which was amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> I've never been happier than in that moment. How did you scare this child? <laughs> well, okay, so I was doing a little dance and a little sing song, but not really. I had my face covered with my scarf, one of my scarves, because it was so cold. I had my hood over my head. Um, so I'm just kind of dancing, and, and and all of a sudden, and this kid's like doing his thing. He turns around all of a sudden. I'm kind of close to him, about as close as I am to Jonathan, which is about four feet, maybe. In full ninja regalia. And granted, I'm six foot three, six foot three and a half, and this is a kid. Like, he might be three feet tall, maybe four. And he, he stops, and he doesn't see me, and his eyes travel up me and looks look into my face. And to be honest, I kind of I kind of was just looking at him, because I mean, there's a kid in front of me. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I couldn't really move because other people around us so I was just looking at him, and his eyes got so big, like in terror, just you know flushed why? his face. You know why, Alex? Because you were leaning in, going, "Newborn <laughs> neighborhood lives downstairs, and it's understood." Ah! And he and he kind of like slowly meandered off, but like still watching me. And he looked at his parents and said, "That man scared me." <laughs> so for the record, some children love Alex; other children, not so much. I felt so bad. That man sure is terrifying. <laughs> I tried like to apologize it. to him, but they just ran, and I, it was weird. But attractive people. You were, you were going to talk about there attractive There are so people. many attractive women in Chicago. I love that you went there in the dead of everywhere. winter, and you saw these pretty women. And a lot of them seem interested. I'm just saying. Got a lot of looks. Got a lot of, like, I felt like I'd live in Chicago. If I'd had a proper wingman, I could have been like, hey, what's up? You'd hopped on the midnight train. You would have been balls what deep, potentially. Do- what are you doing after this red line? Got any plans? What are you doing after this red line? Do you want to paint the town red? Can we just say for the record that recently Alex gave me some uh, dating advice, and that involved the phrase, paint the town red. <laughs> Alex really? wanted me to go to a boy and say, hey, how about after this we paint the town red? I don't even think anyone knows what that means. <laughs> well, just see what happens. Paint the town red. Do you want to talk about this, Jonathan, on the show? No. Because we talked a little bit about it already. I want to. I want to hear. I want to see if what I gave advice would be even any remotely anywhere remotely close to what good advice would be. Because Brad's really good at advice with these things. All right. Should we jump into this? Uh, when I was first talking about Alien Queen, there's a really quick reference to the guy that I think is cute in the show. Yeah. Oh my god. Adorable. We're just going to condense this into the smallest modicum of time. Uh, ask the guy if he wants to hang out. He's like, sure. 
We don't set a date just because it's a little up in the air. You know, you don't know who's going to meet you after the shows or whatever. And a couple days later, I ask, hey, can I give you my phone number as opposed to give me your phone number? And we trade. We He texts me. I get his phone number. So I wait a day. On Monday, I say, hey, so you you want to hang out? Like, you still up for hanging out? Don't get a response. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, we come back. Another weekend of shows. And he's like, oh, I got your text, but I was asleep. No further explanation. No follow-up on his part to try and find out, you know, if we should secure a date. He just offers this explanation, so as, I guess not to sound like a total jerk. But it's like, guess what, Rip Van Winkle? You weren't asleep for four <laughs> days straight, you dum-dum. <laughs> You you probably saw it and were like, I was asleep. And then he probably forgot or he just didn't want to respond to it. And okay. I know he didn't want to respond to it because... No, don't don't explain anything further right now. Okay, because this, 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 this is where yeah. Jonathan came to me and was like, Alex, says, what's up? What should I do? Um, and Alex said, why don't you go out the town thing. red with this boy? Beat the town red. Now, we should also say that this guy is crazy indie, right? Like, he's a uh, scene kid. Yeah, he's a hip, soups hipster, skinny jeans, fingerless gloves. More impractical than practical clothing. This might seem strange and even naive on my part, but I recently found out, because I have a lot of, well, not a lot of friends, but quite a few of my design friends from school are, like, very scene-esque or even indie, and they almost pride themselves in being flaky. Great. And I use that word um, because that's the word they use, and it's just like, it's like their excuse for everything. I remember one of my friends met one of his um, his exes at a random art exhibit, which was hilarious how that went down. Um, but... They were like, he said something like, she was really upset with me because, you know, I would call and cancel plans on her. And they said, well, dude, you're just flaky. That's cool. I mean, I'm flaky. We're all flaky. I mean, I'm flaky. That's bullshit. Like, I mean, and I think in my mind, I'm like, that is bullshit. That's annoying. That's but, like, that's you just giving a name to your douchebaggery. Right? Yeah, but if you're running in those scene, in that scene, in the scene, you got to be prepared. That's the game these people play. So I thought, well, maybe he really is like a real scene kid. And this is almost like, well, maybe he really is just being flaky. So I thought that was my thing. Is well, maybe Jonathan, he's just being flaky. Well, at first I was like, well, you know what? There's other guys. Don't worry about it. Maybe after that point, maybe he is or isn't interested. Who knows? Other facts. Don't make the, the next move. Yeah. So, and I was like, or maybe he is just being flaky. You know, give him another chance. How about after the show, your next show, instead of us being like texting and be like, well, we should hang out, be like, hey man, you want to go out like after this? Like just point blank ask. That was my advice, Brad. What do you think that was okay advice? You think yeah. that was good advice? I'm thinking is moving to the B slot. What's B slot? Well, if he's immediately not responding, move into the back burner, latch onto another fellow, keep this one on the back burner. Here's the problem. All right. Here's now, the, here now, here, now the, here's the reality. Juggle, you got to juggle it. That's that, yeah, you got to juggle it. <laughs> Juggling, you can't juggle with one ball. <laughs> that was this, you've been all Chicago. Find another one. <laughs> Jonathan, now I will say this really quick. When I was in Chicago, um, again, tons of really attractive women. <laughs> Ooh, that poon parade. <laughs> Maybe I should talk about this one. Well, we'll talk about it in a second, but... Um, at one point, I was walking through uh, the Miracle Mile, um, or, yes, it wasn't the Miracle Mile. What was it? The Magnific- Mysterious Mile. The Mysterious, the Majestic, the Maniacal. The Mysterious I was walking, Mediterranean Mile. I was yeah. walking the Mediterranean Mile in Chicago, and I thought to myself, I thought of you, Jonathan, because, you know, we were worried and concerned about you. Um, I was like, you know what? I haven't really seen any attractive men here. I wonder how Jonathan really fares. I mean, uh, right when I said that, I saw two guys look like they were outside of an Abercrombie Fitch model walk down the street, and I thought, Jonathan should be here. Yeah, Jonathan should be here so he can be completely hair. ignored by those men. Go make it. Don't let them ignore you. I'm the little brother. Jump in there. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> hey. hey, totally heterosexual here. I thought they were attractive. I was like, wow. Hello. Uh, my casting type is the same as my relationship type, which is, aw, if I wanted to date a little brother, 
or a sidekick to the little brother. I'd totally do you. It's a no. numbers game. Just it really is. Go I, for it. I guess. I but mean, there's only so many game. forward momentum that you can bring to the table, you know? At a certain point, it becomes undignified for one person to be like, hey, hey, oh, hey. Yeah. Like, you can't keep doing all the work. And he offered nothing in terms of momentum. Oh, well, that's when the B team comes. Yeah, that's when you put him on the B team. Yeah, but there's no, <laughs> there's no other person to, like, move back up. Find another person. Just now, see, dive now, into now, that see, now, frothy sexual ocean. And that's where it becomes difficult because it's kind of hard to. Well, it's not kind of hard to find other people. I mean, certain people want certain parameters in that, and you're like, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to meet people. Well, and especially when you're outside very, of school, very insulated. And, they're just much more insulated, I feel, than straight people are, because there's there's a there's an expectation of disappointment, I think, and so gay guys are like, Meh. <laughs> or at least I am. I'm the, uh, I'm oh, the you cantankerous gotta, curmudgeon. You also got to deal with the whole, especially the homosexual community, I assume, the whole thing about people being in and out of the closet, like, you know, I'm not out to my parents yet or something. Also like, AIDS. Yeah, well, God, I mean, also burp, STDs in I mean, general. come on now. I've had it twice. scary. cleared up, thank God. That's what AIDS is, right? Okay. Um, so what happened with this guy? Let's let's get back. So uh, the only other wrap-up that I need to provide is that I did send him another uh, text, and I was like, hey, I know we didn't get to hang out during the initial round of the show. Um, but you know, I I'd s- still be up for it if you wanted to, and he never responded. The end. Great story, Jonathan. <laughs> Great story that ends with no that, resolution at all. That son of a bitch. And I have to do more shows with this guy. And now it's gonna be like, oh, hello. Don't sweat it. Just be like, what else? Like ignore him. Ignore it. I mean, yeah, I won't make a big deal out of it. How, whatever happened to that trust fall guy? <laughs> trust fall guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a d bag. I I think I'm I don't know if I told this story on the air or not, but at one point he lost a costume piece. A girl had to make it from scratch twenty minutes before the show started, and then he was like, Well, this doesn't really look exactly like the original, so I don't think I'm gonna use it. Wow. Son of a bitch. Uh, this girl just made a patch for your coat with like velcro glued to it. Like she had to like cut the cut the cloth and put the velcro on it. It took her like twenty minutes and he was like, um, well, I don't know if I'm going to use it. And this is this is the Jonathan has been wrong segment, um, and you've been wrong too with that, little, with that little kid just <laughs> being scared well, I, of. I, you. I felt really guilty, but Alex is wrong. A child. What? Oh, but is there a girl from Chicago that could potentially be the ego boost thing? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. So first, what what is the theme song for this? Jonathan has been wrong. Where's the justice? <laughs> And then we'll have later Alex's ego boast. <laughs> um, so how I've been wronged was I came backstage and this this guy, trustful guy, he goes, oh, wow, that joke didn't really land, did it? Wow. And you have to understand, this guy can't even remember his fucking lines, much less he has no comedic timing whatsoever. And I just, I didn't think of it at the time, but I just kind of looked at him and I didn't want to have a reaction because it was in front of the entire cast. And I, I just didn't have a reaction. He's like, oh, are you... Oh, I'm sorry. Or I, I wasn't being serious. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, fuck you, you asshole. You are. Like, you're embarrassing me in front of everybody because you're being a di- He thinks he's so talented, so attractive, great singer, great actor. He's a good singer. That's out of all of those things, he is a good singer, not a talented actor. But what I wanted to say to him was, well, motherfucker, when you can say all of your lines without stumbling over them or forgetting them entirely, then you, oh, what I did say to him was, well, you know what, William, his name is William. I was like, you know what, William, uh, during the next show, I'll pay attention to your comic beats and I'll, I'll have notes for you. How about we trade notes? Like trying to be like as lighthearted as possible. But you don't do that. You don't comment on other people's performances. To their face, at least. Like, go somewhere else. Like, if you want to talk about how Jonathan sucks, go to a fucking bar or whatever and talk about it. But, I don't know. 
So that was, where is the justice? Oh, Oh, well, that too. So uh, now it's time for Alex's Ego Boost. Boom! So guys, I was in Chicago with my friends. um, And we decided to go, I don't remember where we were, but my friend Andrew was about to look for an apartment and we were killing time. There was some place called Hollywood something. It was kind of like a a costume shop meets like a thrift store. Do you know what this is? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a giant costume store. Yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. Hollywood something. Yeah, I can't remember. Awesome. Like, I walked in. I almost bought a hat. And you guys know how I've been looking for a hat that's besides a top hat that could Wait work. a minute. You've been looking for a replacement for the top hat? I've been looking... Well... <laughs> oh, fuck. You Put just that said that you've been down. looking... I, I think mean, that's what you were saying. <laughs> Put that top hat down. Put the top hat down. No. Put it down Put and that pick top up hat new down. hat. Put that top hat down. What I'm saying is top hat. Well, what I'm saying is... You almost bought a hat. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I, I almost bought a hat because I have a top hat. And, okay, they look all right. But I'm always looking for that hat, that, a hat I can wear out in public and be fine. Thought I found it was a woman's hat. Didn't even know. I put it on and, and I was like, face. wow, this actually looks pretty nice. It was blue suede, which probably should have tipped me off. But <laughs> it was a bonnet. But <laughs> I got my... <laughs> Not really a hat. So much it was a bonnet. pioneer bonnet. Um, I, I you put were it, tying it under your chin. <laughs> it looks really good, I think. Uh, I Alex, showed it to um, my buddies, Ben and Andrew. I was like, what do you think? They're like, dude, that's a, that's a woman's hat. There's <coughs> here. Put that down. <coughs> put that down, down. In this shop, just killing time, just looking around. Awesome stuff. Really tempted to buy some really cool looking, like, former band jackets or something, or just, like, really neat collectibles. We almost went in together on three Star Wars glasses, collectible glasses, Soaked in lead to commemorate, sure. to commemorate, of course, to commemorate the trip. But we didn't, and somehow an ego boost and a lady are involved in this Star Wars glass. We're, we're walking through the store. Oh, there's this brunette, really cute. Um, she has on just the right amount of eye makeup to really accent her eyes. Again, really cute. Here's a button. We're looking around, and you are as cute as a button. <laughs> we kind of have adorable, uh, mm. much like the chemistry we all have. Like me, Andrew, and Ben, we're just kind of joking the whole time and like making merriment. I did notice this in Chicago. Most people seem miserable, or at least like <laughs> most people seem like they're just like. That's everyone everywhere. Just, well, like, also try living there. <laughs> oh, and see, that's what I think it is. It's just like it's, it's humanity. I live in yeah, Chicago, well, but when you're in that, it's just like get out of my way. On get the train, the everywhere, people were just not happy. But we were like joking, kidding. Like we had like this energy around. <laughs> you son of a bitch, tourist. I'll kick your ass. Why is everyone so not merry? It's Christmas. <laughs> Alex singing jingle bells. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling. Everyone ring, ting, horrifically ting, depressed too. from the weather and their lives. Come <laughs> on, general. everybody. But <laughs> I'm going to so, kick this tourist's butt. <laughs> so I see this girl. We make eye contact. Just like, and I smile, of course, because why not? I'm in Chicago. Um, but, you know, I'm talking to everybody. We're looking around. She starts kind of hanging around our group a little bit and, like, beaming, but never, like, making eye contact. Kind of, like, almost as close as we are, just, like, looking at things, like, coming up and, like, looking. Tucking her hair behind her ear. Creeper. I'm like, is she... But, I mean, she was attractive, and I thought... I even mentioned them. I was like, should I try to, like, hit on this girl? I mean, we're not in town, but, I mean, for practice, if anything else. That's the, it's the best time. I know. I mean, obviously, it's the best time. I really regret because, I mean, she was putting in herself in the position for, for me to talk to her, like, multiple times. Didn't do it. I feel really bad about Wait, it. Wait, you didn't do it? I didn't talk to her. So how is this an ego boost? Well, I mean, she, she was obviously interested. I, I just didn't follow through with it. <laughs> oh, okay, well... Okay, that was Alex's Ego Boost. <laughs> well, no, there were other things in the trip, but that, that was just something. Very attractive women in Chicago. I mean, there's a shit ton of attractive guys, too, but it's like... I only saw two. <laughs> I only saw the two, but... <laughs> I only saw those two Abercrombie and Fitch models walking down through the 
miraculous mile. There's only uh, the mysterious, miraculous, m- misogynistic mile. <laughs> there's the only Sonic. so many. I don't know. There's only so many Boys Town clubs. You go, why are we airing all of this nonsense in the podcast? It's fun. Why not? Let's work out Jonathan's inadequacies. No, Ram Jack and the inadequacies of the faggot. <laughs> Episode 72. We still haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> when do I get a segment? <laughs> you get a segment, Brad. Jonathan, Jonathan gets wronged. I have ego boost. And on the upright base, it's Bradford Couples. <laughs> what do you want your segment to be, for God's sake? Who's coming in from the sky, Jonathan? <laughs> <laughs> coming from the sky, it's Alex Green. And Franken that berry, it's Jonathan Bertisek. I love I love yours is the I'm on a motocross bike. <laughs> Franken that berry. All with a monster truck rally on Monday, 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 Monday. Monday. Guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of Ramjack. Jonathan, it's so great to see you again. Franken that berry. Brad on the base. Always a pleasure. Guys, I'm about to head back to the sky. Before we do, let's close this thing out right. Guys, how can... I mean, how do you think they can get in contact with us? <laughs> really? Guys, how do you think they should call me like that? Brad, how do they get in contact with us? How about you email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com? Nice. Want to check out our website? It's curiositybounds.com forward slash ramjack. Give us a call. What's that number? That would be 206-339-5894. We need to do that better, but we, we, we can make a jingle out of it. It's Twitter, Ramjack Podcast. Follow that. Follow it. Facebook. Oh, there. It's all. Guys, get, at, get back at us. Jonathan's always a pleasure. But we'd like to remind you to keep on breaking that man in the world why does the strongest man in the world have the heaviest heart in the world why must I the man of steel feel as helpless as a man of straw they used to hold me in such awe now the cheers have turned to Jews. Why must the strongest man in the world be the bluest man? Tell me why don't they know the strongest man can cry? Here am I, the man of steel, hiding out like a timid mouse Why I could lift up This whole house But what for They care no more Why must the strongest man In the world Be the saddest man Tell me why Oh